Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the official Chella Toys podcast. I am Pablo, and woo, what a week in Chella it has been from the controversies to the reveals to the new names that have been signed by Chella. Only one man can help me navigate such a historic week in the world of Chella, and that man isn't available, so I have with me Mr. Joey Knight. Hello. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm obviously Almost. joking. Only one Almost man got that credit. <laughs> How are you doing? I am doing awesome. It has been a week. A week. It has been a week for Chella. That's what I can say. It's being a Chella enthusiast. It has been a week to be a Chella fan. It has. All kinds of excitement and drama within our favorite brand. Drama is the word. And and the thing is, I mean, we're not going to spend too long on this because Chella pretty much addressed it, but there have been certain manufacturing issues with uh, the Brian Clark figure, which has been addressed and, uh, you know, feelings were made clear on the potentially uh, unfair one-sided review of uh, of the figure. Um, I found it funny, though, because this is out there now. Tippy, uh, the wonderful designer of Chella, who's Irish and doesn't care. Uh, and I think that Irishness like comes out sometimes. Um, the next day, he posted a picture of uh, the team who reviewed the figure holding the figure stood next to Brian Clark. So it's just like, well, you looked happy with it then. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, so, yes, all, all, you know, and Chella... Their uh, customer service is, you know, top notch. So please do get in contact with Chella. Uh, even if it takes a little while for them to get back to you, they do get back to you. They do address issues. And uh, and I would like to think that this has been uh, very much, very much addressed. Um, and yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I agree. Like thing, things happen. Uh, and Chella's always been like, I think above and beyond when it comes to their customer service, they addressed it within due time and they've come up with a very good solution um beyond that i'm super excited to still have my atom bomb get into my hands because it looks like an amazing amazing figure all i'm saying is i mean being in the uk and cello being a uk uh toy making company i thought uk were getting these first but i don't think that's the case um <laughs> no i don't think so I see a lot of americans every time we get excited on instagram it's like who somebody's got there it's like oh no way they're in america <laughs> Well, the, the, the people for me to be an American at this time when I'm in the UK at the moment. <laughs> well, and I know that uh, Charles was taking a well-deserved uh, vacation and uh, that has something to do with it. So, uh, yeah, the, those Adam Bomb figures will be, I'd imagine, very soon. Um, he's getting on that and uh, those who have ordered um, will be receiving their Adam Bombs uh, very soon. And I'm, I'm personally, I love the figure. Uh, and, you know, a lot's been said about it, but um, the attire for me, you know, it's based off Survivor Series 93. He wore goggles at that time. The, uh, you know, and again, we're looking at the style of figure that it is. These aren't mini McFarlane statues. These are retro style where, you know, simplicity can be the key sometimes, but not in the, ter not in the terms of, you know, laziness or anything like that it's just trying to represent the style of figure that it should be and i'll be honest if you put it against the old adam bomb figure i think it blows it away personally and yeah, i'm saying i'm saying this is someone who owns that figure and someone who is a collector as well i'm not just being biased towards cella i think this captures adam bomb the way the original should have 
That's it. As an owner of a green card atom bomb figure that I've had for many, many, many years, I agree. Like you said, put them side by side, it just blows it out of the water. And if it had every little intricate detail, it wouldn't make sense. Because like you said, it's a retro figure and they're not known to have every little intricate detail. So I think they knocked it out of the park. I think the design is perfect. Um, I just think there's, yeah, some almost, yeah, not a mistake made in the 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 tearing apart of it but i mean yeah they didn't look at it as a retro figure they looked at it as like you said it, it was some kind of supposed to be true to life one-to-one -one replica where it wasn't it's just it's supposed to be a retro figure and it looks exactly like a retro figure but even better than the original atom bomb retro figure mm -hmm. I, I like the, that's one thing that i do like about cella is the creative use of uh which parts in terms of for the actions like which arms they use which hands they use um there are some figures that have not been announced which we've, we've been lucky to see that i thought that is genius that you've done that <laughs> with that figure and i mean you know all news will come uh eventually but uh yeah it it, it captures 1993 survivor series adam bomb very well for me it looks spot on it looks like him the goggles are removable uh if you so choose um you know there is you know the gloves are black which and not fingerless which he wore at the event and uh yeah it's it's a great figure and and bear in mind the man signed off on it so he is happy exactly and, I, and being such a not a fan of his own merchandise but like sort of someone who takes care in the things that are released under his name um i i just think that it wouldn't have been released if he wasn't happy with it and he has very high standards right yeah he's a heavy promoter if you see his, his instagram or twitter he's a heavy promoter of his his like you said his own product and he takes a lot of pride in it so um for him to sign off on it is a big deal and i think the head sculpt is amazing actually when you pop those goggles off mm. they did such a good uh, such a good uh mix of detailed yet cartoony that is found in the retro figures and i think uh chell has been like knocking it out of the park with with each figure even better than the last figure produced almost they just get that nice little mix between detail and cartoony that just works and and the skin tone as well, you know, I think mm -hmm. fig figures over the years have, for whatever reason, been hesitant on if someone's overly tanned, making that figure overly tanned, or they, they get skin tones wrong, basically. And, you know, this, Adam Bomb was tanned. I mean, he just came from a Three Mile Island nuclear explosion, so you would be a bit tanned, I think. <laughs> Just a bit tanned. My Joey Knight figure is very jealous of the Adam Bomb's sweet, sweet tan. I need to get that on me. <laughs> I want to know what material they're using for this glow-in-the-dark figure, because I, I cannot wait for that. That is, for me, one of the most creative ideas for a wrestling figure ever. Um, and Tippy mentioned that it was originally from head to toe going to be one tone. Um, but then they talked about it and thought, well, we've got to add some black detail in there just to make other parts stand out. And um, yeah, that I, I've ordered that. Uh, we are podcast hosts who also order our figures, by the way. Uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Not every podcast host does that. Um, and um, freebies here. <laughs> come and get me. You know who you are. Um, and <laughs> and that's going to come in its own unique packaging as well. And uh, yeah, check out the Chella Instagram page. Uh, for, I didn't even know. Oh, unique packaging. Oh, and uh, you know, there's, huh? I'm telling you, man. The the uh, in you know, the dynamite kid has his own. Uh, the 
variant has his own unique packaging um the uh i think the gangrel has his own unique packaging uh with blood dripping down it and uh yeah chella go all out um and uh and the big event from the past week was for the love of wrestling now for those interested uh the next for the love of wrestling has been announced it will be in manchester i will be there next year because i was um i was back and forth on whether i should go this year or not and uh i don't regret not going and selfishly i've been able to chat with demolition so that's kind of my own for the love of wrestling <laughs> um but it looked like an incredible event, and I'm sure Cella will be represented next year as they were this year via Wrestling Trader, where there were several uh, new names announced and also updates on uh, various figures. So we're just going to go through them, and uh, I'm going to get Joey's thoughts, and uh, yeah, we're going to go from there. I think I was the first. I'll, I'll take this. I was the first to leak the pictures on the internet because I asked Charles and Charles didn't get back to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm making an executive decision. I'm just going to put them out <laughs> there. And it was the most likes I'd gotten on Instagram for a good long while. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. I got shared and everything. This never <laughs> happened. So, you know, um, <laughs> but I was also like, oh, is this the thing that gets me fired from Chella? This may be exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> we have been trusted with some oh. information. Well, um, let's start with uh, what I would call the headlines, uh, which would be the three uh, new names, uh, which were uh, sh- the artwork, Tippy's incredible artwork uh, has been shown. And that was for the Killer Bees and mm-hmm. for Eddie Guerrero, uh, which mm-hmm. in his Halloween Havoc 97 gear, which is, uh, that's a mind blow for me. So let's let's start with the Killer Bees. And um, there may or may not be uh, B. See what I did there? Uh, there may or may not be uh, interviews with the Killer Bees coming up soon to promote their cello figures, which is, uh, and I want to thank John, John Crowver for that um, with his incredible work that he does with them, with his comic books and everything. He's been a, uh, an incredible uh, contact to have with this kind of thing. But um, yeah, the Killer Bees, now they were post uh, LGN. Uh, oh no! Sorry, they were LGN and they had LGN figures, but they weren't around for the line that came after it. Um, but they kind of just missed that because it was 1989. Uh, but I don't feel that these feel out of place in that kind of line now. Right. Um, so, what were your immediate reaction when you saw the Killer Bees? Uh, a shock, yeah, it's one of those ones I didn't expect. Like you said, it, it didn't expect, but it was such a nice surprise because, like you said, it's one that we didn't get with the first, you know, run of retro figures. But same thing, they fit right in. And this would be this, depending on the release, this would be the first official. Would it be a tag team pack? I'm wondering, or are they singles? I'm assuming singles because every time I've asked about. Different tag teams. Um, they've always been singles. Um, because yeah. they they did. Uh, Jacks made a, a two pack um, with the masks, sure. and then yeah. they did singles with bandanas. And I was always disappointed because they, they were just re releases. Whereas I think, do you know how they did the British Bulldogs and they molded the t shirts? It was right. like the WrestleMania free long sleeve t shirts. I thought mm-hmm. they should have done the same with the Killer Bees because we're in the same set and it would have been more incentive to buy those Killer Bees um, because the masks, and, and don't get me wrong, I love the Jax masks, but the molded masks 
from Cella have got so much more detail on them and they're going to be uh, interchangeable heads as well. And they're not the same, not the same molds either. One is uh, straight faced, the other one is smiling. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, they're uh, very, very exciting stuff. So, I mean, you know, uh, it goes without saying, I mean, Jim Brunzel, his history in the AWA and then his WWF run, which lasted long after the Killer Bees. Um, and Brian Blair came in as a single to start with, and he was kind of that hot young baby face that came in in like 83, 84. And he was kind of, um, he was opening to mid-card sort of thing. And then, uh, you know, the Killer Bees uh, really took off. And their crowning moment, I would say, had to be Survivor Series 87 when they were the, the survivors in that 20-man tag team match with the help of the Masks. Um, yeah, really, really good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, for watching that stuff, like you said, with the, the, the masks and everything. So it is a big deal for me. I had the... I had the LJN Killer Bees, so I have fond memories of them. So it will definitely be one. And Brian Blair was like, don't know, he wasn't the mayor of Tampa, but he was some kind of politician in Tampa. So I saw him all the time when I lived in Tampa. So it would be neat to see him, yeah. Neat to see our, our local politician in figure form. But I, uh, it's really cool to see the masks too. Like to see, like you said, Cella's getting into like interchangeable heads and things like that, which is just really cool. It's a little, little bit groundbreaking if I do say so myself. But yeah, yeah, it's very cool to see that coming up. And uh, just, you know, posability, playability. They're looking like they're going to be absolutely amazing. And that kind of uh, torso slash pose that they have, was always my favorite when it came to the original version of the line. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah they, they, they just felt more playable. They weren't like the, the open gorilla press hands, which is hard to throw a punch with. I always like to throw a punch with the figures. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could be argued that jumping Jim Brunzel could have had the uh, the jumpy drop kick thing, but I think uh, people are sick sure. to death of the uh, the jumpy drop kick. The jumpy um, drop. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Some of my favorite figures came with that. Uh, came with that action. Yeah, they were. They, you know, I was never super into the the jumpy drop kick, but I mean, of course, I can't. Yeah, I can't deny that. You know, some some of my 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 hero Marty Jannetty. <laughs> I do for a jumpy drop kick Jannetty. Well, his was that different one. It was like a kind of holy yeah, arm. It didn't have the back drop. thing, which was like very weird. Who wasn't it? It was the only one that. Thing that always that yeah he didn't have a he like he twisted his arm and he did like a drop kicky thing but that's the one thing about the jumpy what are we calling it the jumpy jumpy drop jump, kick that's what I'm calling it jumpy that's, jump kick. copyright that yeah yeah the thing that yeah the thing that always I think turned me off as a kid was that <laughs> big handle switch thing this big nub on their back which is like yeah mm-hmm. so I'm not worried about not getting a jumpy jumpy drop kicky guy but yeah that like you said that style was the one that I just thought was the best. Uh, it, back in the day in the retro figures that style like you said a couple fists to punch with the legs are in a decent position so it can stand well but can also throw a drop kick if necessary you know cross body you can do off the top rope yeah it's the all all round all purpose body yeah and you know if and if the artwork is anything to go by these are going to look incredible because uh, tippy has nailed it with the artwork on on uh, these figures and and you know the killer bees not the most animated faces you know what i mean not the the easiest to capture i would say compared to say a buff bagwell or um a ddp who also got uh announced and will definitely uh go into the ddp figure uh so yeah tippy's done a, a superb job uh with that those. is and- some 
Yeah, now that you mentioned it, that is something that actually really um, caught my eyes. Like you said, he made, he caught them, caught their their expressions and things like that. When you said they weren't the most expressionate, their LJNs look good, but they don't look great. But these look like, like you said, Tippy knocked out of the park. They look just amazing. Yeah, so hats off to Tippy yet again. Yeah, doing I would, the impossible. I would dare say uh, because you know of like the torsos chosen etc and and again the masks the definitive killer bees uh figures at this point and again i'm not just saying that because this is cello but uh yeah i think um yeah these are gonna look incredible and there are so many tag teams that you can match them up against as well not just the original line but cello now cello is coming up with a roster of tag teams when you look at uh powers of pain and demolition um you know, and who knows what's to come in the future. So, you know, a very, very yeah. exciting stuff. Um, yes. Uh, so the, uh, the other huge announcement, and this kind of very much came out of left field was, and this made a lot of people happy was the Eddie Guerrero uh, figure. I, along with everybody else, I'm still pinching myself in disbelief that there's an Eddie Guerrero figure. Like, I knew there's some, some, I know, you know, I have a, a few, I begged for a few hints and I know there's some absolutely like mind blowing signings coming from Cella that I don't understand, but this one, I didn't know. about, <laughs> And I like, almost fell over. And like you said, he's wearing, yeah, the Halloween Havoc gear, which is just one of my favorite matches. I can't count how many times I've seen that match against Rey Mysterio. And that's like just classic. That's like the matches that just made me just adore like Eddie Guerrero's work. So it's just it's just perfect the figure looks absolutely perfect but i mean that one just that shook the world i don't think anybody on any forum any message board i don't think anybody's mentioned that yo i think this will be the next signee so everyone's still in disbelief that it's even happened i'm still pinching myself <laughs> well i love uh tippy's uh, descriptions on some of these um a confident expression with a wry smirk lifting mm-hmm. a little to the left a little to the left <laughs> a little um, to so the and again there have been eddies uh made in this gear before but the and whilst the heads look great um the kind of it's too they were too happy if you get what i mean mm-hmm. like this is like it really is that smirk and the hair over the face as well is a is a beautiful touch cuz bigger companies than cella have had problem I've had problems molding hair that go over the face uh, with uh, with figures, and um, I'll be hugely interested to see how this turns out because I think this, you know, um, this could be the the challenge. But you know, I know that Cello will be able to will be able to pull this off, and I feel that you know the estate of Eddie Guerrero, are, you know, are going to have so high standards when it comes to releasing this. Um, you know, it's it, the fact that there's an Eddie Guerrero figure coming out that isn't WWE is a huge thing. Um, it's a figure that you know their current company I don't believe has touched. The previous company did, um, but those are actually hard to find as well. And uh, the, the I think there were like two different versions of them. One was an exclusive, and the other one was a two pack with Ray. Um, mm-hmm. And you know this. Uh, this is going to be widely available, and these are wrestling trader exclusives, by the way. So you know you're not going to be, you're not going to miss out. You know you just have to get in there during the time 
of uh, pre-order, which I think will be substantial enough because it's just one of those names that is, it's not going to be a limited edition because right. everyone has to have their own, you know, have a chance to get this figure. Um, and I don't know if this is the last Eddie Guerrero figure that's going to be made with Chella or if it's the start of a beautiful friendship. I, you know, um, and uh, yeah, this has really come from left field. But again, no Chella, their range of names, they are ramping up the WCW names as well as we've seen with the Bone Christian Wrestlers uh, line. Um, there's just such a range of uh, names from different companies and different eras as well. Um, and I wouldn't have predicted that this would have been a wrestling megastars figure. I would have predicted it would have been a bone crushing wrestlers line because it fits in that time period so perfectly. But again, the parts chosen for this um, in just the colors and everything as well is just, is just perfect in my opinion. And, and arguably the greatest match he ever had Halloween Havoc 97. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I said, the, the amount of times I've watched the match, I can't even count. So it's like I said, one of, one of his finest hours and the look is perfect. Like you said, the look is a WCW Eddie Guerrero when he's just really starting to reach his, like his peak of fame where he's just shooting off and having those amazing matches with Rey Mysterio. So I like that. Cause like the WWE figures, there's a WWE look to it. And like you said, they didn't quite nail it. And I think that Tippy's artwork has nailed it. And I have no doubt in my mind that Cello will actually nail this, the sculpt. And it's just going to be, I'm just excited. I'm going to be first in line to pre-order that bad boy. Uh, and and the, uh, I, I, I tell a lie as well. The DDP is actually going to also be a wrestling megastars uh, figure. Because I, I just assumed it was going to be bone crushing wrestlers, but it's not. Oh, right. Um, yeah. And um, there's hope. There's still hope. I Maybe think. We'll do more. Yeah, I mean, again, I I can neither confirm nor deny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the DDP figure, which again caught uh, a lot of people off guard. Um, the, one again, Tippy's artwork is superb. Uh, but two, one of the biggest uh, features of probably any Cella figure that they've released so far is the fact that he's going to come with the iconic uh, diamond. Uh, I- the bang uh, pose and uh, also the t-shirt as well. The t-shirt design is accurate to what he wore at the time. And um, you know, it's, it's just perfect because again, that is part of the spirit of that original line that there were t-shirts or ring attires that couldn't be removed. I mean, some people found it frustrating. Uh, you know, the macho man with the, the tassels and the hat, you can do anything with that really. <laughs> One, my original one from my childhood <laughs> on my shelf and i'm still like oh not i'm not over the tassels yeah the tassels which is too much the hat you can't take off but with this ddp it's 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 perfect that way yeah and i can see in the artwork they're gonna he's gonna have the tattoos yeah oh yeah he's gonna have the 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 logo on the shirt i don't know how they pull it off i don't know how chella's doing this but they are <laughs> making making dreams come true i'm looking at it right now it's gonna be yeah and, and so, some of the highlights of Nitro in 97 and 98 as DDP's popularity was just really taking off were the interviews that he would do with me, Gene Oakland. Um, mm-hmm. That, as well as the matches, is what got him over. It was his relatability. And a lot of those times he was getting interviewed, he was wearing the T-shirt whilst he was being interviewed. And uh, there is a mean Gene out there uh, to be able to, you know, reconstruct these interviews now. Um 
I know I'm going to use for uh, one of my favorite movies ever, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> guy. So I'm, you know, slowly but surely making a Ready to Rumble, <laughs> Ready to Rumble figure fed. So let's see if Chella can get Jimmy King. Uh, you know, <laughs> who else do we got? David Arquette? Huh? Yeah, David. David Arquette signed with Chella so we can have my dreams become a reality. You're I a connected man. You're, you're a connected man. You must exactly. know David Arquette. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm in I'm in wrestling movies. We all know each other. We all hang out at the wrestling movie actor places. Yeah, I'll you, let them know. Let you, them know. David Arquette, uh, Tiny Lister. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my friend as well, he's a huge WCW fan, but is not uh, what you would consider a figure collector. He is, it's just getting him in the, in the sweet spot and uh, he's going to be ordering um, these WCW names that are being made as well. And I know, along with the Sonny Ono and Ultimo, Dra- Ultimo Dragon, um, Wrestling Megastars figures. And uh, I would assume uh, that there are more WCW names to come as well, which is uh, very exciting, especially during that Nitro. So, and uh, names that you never thought would be uh, made. Um, and... <laughs> limit now that i see eddie guerrero and ddp which i did not think that they're never in my wildest dreams like oh yeah they'll have a retro you know a cella toys retro eddie guerrero and ddp never in my wildest dreams so now i'm just thinking up all kinds of crazy things to see what's coming up next well speaking of the nitro era wcw uh a figure which was uh the update of uh, where it's at uh loch ness aka um <laughs> giant haystack see see what i did there so you can have a yeah. nice figure finally yeah he, he made his uh he made his impact in wcw certainly but um yeah it uh it, it we got to see the uh the blue wembley variant um which is a limited edition and if you missed it uh sadly that was your chance um, but I know a lot of people did uh, pre-order that figure because, again, it's one of the biggest matches in UK history. I would, it, you know, it it is what it is, but it, it I would put it up there in terms of how much it is a part of pop culture um, against anything else. And uh, Giant Haystacks is a huge part of uh, British pop culture. And, uh, yeah, the, the figure is just about there. And uh, the blue and brown version, but the blue version was... Uh, was on display with full regalia, uh, full, you know, we, we shaved many Dalmatians uh, to, we didn't harm <laughs> them, uh, but we shaved them. Uh, so there's many cold Dalmatians somewhere um, <laughs> to make those, uh, to make those fur coats. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I love, you know, figures can get criticized sometimes for their feet being too big or something like that. But I think it works perfectly for the uh, for the giant haystacks figure. It's almost like he's got clown shoes on, like his feet are huge. But it's how it should be. It should be, you know, that kind of proportions. And uh, it's got that mean, surly look, because I don't think I've ever seen him smile um, in real life. Or for, for, for photographs of children, I don't think I've ever seen him smile. Um and, and I've said before many times, this these figures, the giant haystacks and Big Daddy, and, and my God, the British Bulldog, Adrian Street, you know, these are like, we can't get through all of the Chella names in one go at this point. It's it's insane. Um, and yeah, these two, though, are, you know, they hit that sweet spot for me. And uh, I'm so glad that the 
giant haystacks was uh, was shown. So I'm I'm guessing as well, you know, being um, from Canada and uh, working with the Hearts and everything, did did giant haystacks ever come up in conversation? Oh yeah, Stu was telling stories all the time. So of course, it'd be like, and haystacks would come by, and we'd have them. Yeah, of course. So I've heard that's many, many times. I've heard stories of how giant haystacks. It looks amazing to the figure. I'm looking at the figure now. Yeah. Um, what I like is they've just like you said, Chella has been nailing expressions on these figures. Like even subtle, like you said, he looks like he's an angry, grumpy giant, and. You can see it um, even on some other figures. We'll say there's like happier expressions that they've just really nailed these subtle little tweaks to the figure itself or the way the paint's applied to really, really make it pop. Like I'm staring into Haystack's eyes now and they're <laughs> it's he's really staring good. into your soul is what he's doing. Soul, him into mine. One he's day. Gonna, I'm- he's going to squash the, uh, the Joey Knight action figure. <laughs> I was, um, I just say one day the Joey Knight figure will one day morph into this big, big giant man. If I keep growing my beard, my hair, and keep on eating these donuts, I'll be. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll but, be but fear not, Joey Knight action figures, because if you need that tag team partner, uh, the eighth wonder of the world, uh, the the one man who can even trump uh, giant haystacks in size and Big Daddy in size, Andre the Giant was on display. Uh, at for the love of wrestling, and uh, and, and bear in mind these aren't finished, um, these are prototypes, uh, but I think they've they've pretty much nailed it. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do with Andre, really, in terms of the you know, he's the, the capturing a certain event, the capturing a certain look, and uh, I think that they've pretty much done it. I mean, you know, the, the torso looks great, uh, the the clubbing. Uh, left hand, the open palmed right hand, the big cheesy grin. Um, it's very fitting tribute for that period of Andre the Giant. And uh, Chris Owens, uh, one of the leading experts in Andre the Giant, he was on the Hidden Treasures show. Um, he, he's helped with the Andre the Giant biography and he runs one of the big, I mean, he runs the biggest Andre the Giant Facebook page out there, unseen photographs, uh, test shots from WWF photo shoots. He's going to be a guest on uh, the Chella Toys podcast soon. And we will be talking all things Andre from 85 up until WrestleMania 3 uh, to celebrate this uh, specific uh, specific figure. So yes, uh, what were your thoughts upon seeing the Andre uh, in person? As I was like saying earlier with the Haystack ones, like they are really nailing expressions. You can actually see what they're trying to portray. And this looks like you said, this is like you can see a happier smilier andre the giant but it just it looks awesome like you said they they pretty much nailed it i know it's a prototype and i can see it looks like the left heel is actually raised off the ground so there's another element to it i think chelan may be adding that i can see this is just a little bit of a yeah a heel raise which is cool but like you said huge huge hands huge proportions i think they nailed it if the final product looks Anywhere close to this, they've absolutely nailed it. Even subtle things I'm looking at, like the ties and the bootlaces, they're just so, so cool. They, they they walk the line with detailed and cartoony, which is what we want in a retro figure. That's what I want anyways in a retro figure. I wanted to represent what I had in my childhood, which was that detailed yet also cartoony. And he's huge. So I think it did amazing, yeah. He is huge, and uh, he has the other thing that everyone who collects uh, action figures wants. He has nipples. He has visible nipples. Um, <laughs> That's what I just yeah. Does Joey, 
Does Joey Knight have visible nipples? I don't have visible nipples on mine. My, I might need a pair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you need to change that gear up. Perfect views for a variant. Joey Knight with nipples. <laughs> um, yeah, the Andre figure. I, I can't. I can't wait to see what kind of artwork are going to be on a lot of these figures as well. Because. Um, it's I don't know you know if it's artwork being done from scratch whether they've gotten the rights to photographs I mean all of this is still to come because uh, they're working with estates here so who knows what the estate owns in terms of intellectual property and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, uh, you know this is uh, 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 the, it, it's going to be probably the only face Andre the giant in uh, this retro style um I would say Um and, you know, it captures, uh, you know, right before his turn against Hulk Hogan. So, you know, arguably right at the peak of his popularity in the WWF as well. So very, very exciting stuff. Um, and it doesn't end there, my friends. No, it doesn't. Um, Demolition. Now, the Bill Eady interview, I want to thank everyone for tuning into that. That was a dream come true for me. I, I think my excitement could not be hidden. Uh, there were bits I had to edit out where I just basically went squee, like over and over again. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I got to ask him so many nerdy questions. It was embarrassing after a point, but um, so I know for a fact that Bill has uh, seen these, as has Barry, and they are blown away um, by how they are looking so far. Uh, and they do come with their full entrance regalia, which they debuted at WrestleMania Five. Um, the smash face paint is not from WrestleMania five because in tippy quite rightly didn't want to just replicate the face paint of the original in that style. Um, so I can understand why he went for a different face paint and Axe uh, is wearing the face paint that he wore at WrestleMania five, which is different to the, to the original, which is black and silver, this one. Um, so again, it's, I think just by looking at these unpainted, uh, they look like putty men, like on uh, Power Rangers. Um, you know, they're, they're one tone at the moment, but, uh, you know, it's obvious to see where they're going with it and uh, how the, the final products are going to turn out. And I'm, I'm so excited for these. What do you think? They've, again, amazing idea. And I like that they make them different. They don't just copy what has already been done. They found a way to make it something really unique even though you know demolition we have seen in a retro form um i'm looking at them now the entrance gear will look amazing um yeah like i said they're doing some neat things with the boots now too the boot style is slightly different i see them starting to do like a raised heel here and there Mm. uh i'm looking forward to it i see some waist articulation lots of spikes the expressions on on the faces are amazing too so there's can't wait to see them all painted up but these are definitely a tag team that i'm going to be pre-ordering as soon as I get a chance. And and out of every demolition figure, because there are some that have come with just the vest, there are some that have come mm-hmm. with the vest and chaps, but the chaps weren't spiky. They were kind of just painted on silver dots. Um, this is, again, arguably the uh, definitive with entrance gear demolition. And it's, it's whether you pose them with the helmets on or off, because they're going to look cool either way. And that's always the issue that i have with demolition figures because i want to do both so you're gonna to have to buy two sets obviously i mean you know. you're just gonna to have to buy, buy more just buy more of them <laughs> buy a couple kill bees so you can have the mask buy a couple demolitions so you can have the mask um i 
think they've really like Chelsea really hit their stride in like that perfect, like I said, that perfect mix, the like, proportions wise and everything. This this looks like I want a retro toy to look. I think they've absolutely done it. I can see a great amount of detail, but yet a great amount of the proportions and things are, are so reminiscent of the old school retro figures that I am all in on this. Yeah. Um, and again, you'll be able to put them up against, uh, well, you'll be able to put them up against the Killer Bees now. Um, mm-hmm. I know that they had classic matches in 87 around the loop uh, because they both debuted as teams round about the same time. Uh, Killer Bees a little bit before, but, uh, and I, I believe it was them at uh, WrestleFest, the first WrestleFest, uh, which was basically the end of the Killer Bees at that point. Um, but I know they had several, several big matches together. And uh, of course, uh, Powers of Pain, um, you know, you'll be able to finally recreate the WrestleMania. We, we do need Mr. Fuji, I will say that. But Fuji hit on the apron. I think it's fine. I think we won't miss Fuji. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, uh, another... Uh, moving on, uh, the Al Snow figure, and again, talk about a figure that already uh, we can see what they're going for here. And uh, this is this is a biggie because it's going to come with an actual head uh, for the first time in a long old while, um, at least twenty years since uh, an Al Snow figure came with an actual head instead of just because uh, the the last the previous Al Snow figure came with like a white. The, the replica uh, styrofoam head right you're right came with just like a very basic styrofoam head and then before it came with like a barbie doll head that i had with pre-walmart woman going crazy taking them off the shelves so i got that i lucked out and got one before they were taken off the shelves but it was just like a barbie doll head it didn't really represent what he took to the ring um and like you said then the one later on in the line was just like a little basic styrofoam head type thing which didn't do it for me. But this one, this one looks like I remember. And it's the expression on Al as well, because, I mean, you've had the grit, the big cheesy smile, Al Snow. The, the, the classic one was straight, really straight faced. It couldn't have been a more boring expression on that Al Snow figure. Um, and again, it was, it was reusing parts. Um, and this was around the time that that company were making the Rocky figures and uh, they used those tape fists on every figure once they had the, once they had that mold and it was too much for Al Snow, I think. And uh, I, you can see with the, um, with kind of the, the flexing arm, you know, you can do suplexes, but it's perfect for picking them up for the snowplow as well. Uh, with mm. the other open hand, which holds head, by the way, because uh, that's been another thing that I don't think many Al Snow figures have been able to do very effectively, is actually hold the head. Um, so, yeah, this is this is going to be a good one. Um, and, again, Al Snow interview is in the archives, and uh, he is very much looking forward to uh, to this figure. And it captures him probably at the height of his popularity with the job squad and... There are more other job squatters uh, to come out as well in various lines. Uh, the the uh, the Gilbert figure, uh, Blue Meanie. Um, yeah, we need Scorpio. Make it happen, Charles. This is Make our wish happen. list. Yeah, we've put it out there now. Just spit on our wish list while we do the podcast as well. Yeah, the first Al Snow to actually hold the head. Speaking of those Rocky figures, I have like every single one of them, even the meat. I bought, it's just meat. It's a it's a package and it's just got 
sides of beef or pork or whatever he used to punch. I've got that too. So we could have a whole other podcast about all the Rocky figures. Oh, we definitely um, could. This is when I worked in a shop that sold wrestling figures and the we were getting in the Rocky figures series by series. And my boss was like, oh, I'm keeping one of each because they'll be worse. And this is when figures were worth zilch. Um, yeah. And I was like, oh, it'll never happen. But now like Rocky in the wheelchair or the Thunderlips uh, double pack or the, uh, the Ivan Drago uh, Apollo Creed uh, press conference set like some of those are insane now um or the 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 tarzan rocky from the advert as well that's an insane yeah <laughs> all of them so i should be busting them out seeing what they're worth like yeah all of them. i even had i got one not to to my own home but jack sent me one of those there was like a one of you know 500 or one of thousand bronze rockies that looked like the statue in philadelphia oh. so those we're doing a video on this up. i think yeah, yeah, yeah. Use use my hookups at the time. I don't have hookups anymore, but at the time I had hookups, so I got all a couple freebies. That's one of the cool freebies I got from Jacks back nice. in the day. Yeah, but um, Al Snow, who I've wrestled with and against uh, a couple times, actually, uh, awesome human being. And this figure is, yeah, definitely. I'd say the best representation of Al Snow at the height of his career. I saw the painted prototype before, like in the picture I'm looking at now, it's not painted, but it's cool. Cause you see all the details to it, but the painted prototype is awesome. Cause it's got his like two toned hair. Cause he had like a dyed blonde hair and you can see like roots were put in it. Like I said, again, just that beautiful mix of detailed yet cartoony that I go for. Um, and I am looking forward to it again. Yeah. The boot style. Cause some people will, we're criticizing the boot style and tell it there were bigger boots. We can see they've altered it now. So the boots aren't what anyone would be able to criticize at all. They look like they've, they've perfectly replicated the boots on Al Snow. And I'm looking forward to having some matches. Joey Knight's figure versus Al Snow's. <laughs> what was he like to work with? Cause I know he's very critical um, because he cares, uh, but you know, he's, he's very, you know, he's full of advice cause he's a trainer, etc. cetera. Uh, did you learn anything from him? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, always. It was like, yeah, everything's a lesson. Afterwards, he told you what, what he did right, what you did right, what he did wrong, what you did wrong. It was, it was pretty amazing. It was like me and ODB back in the day in a tag team. I remember the first time I wrestled Al Snow is me and ODB before she was ODB. Against Al Snow. I can't remember who the other person was, but it was, yeah, it was awesome. It was an intergender tag match was the first and then um, we were in OVW when Al Snow was teaching OVW. So it was just awesome. And like out of, you know, all the, the scary people there are in wrestling, he was actually super, super cool. After I got my head shaved by Donald Trump, he's the first person who saw, saw it. And he just laughed and rolled up a WrestleMania program and smacked me on the head with it. So, <laughs> yeah, but he would always have really fond memories of yeah, any time some of Al Snow. But like I said, everything he said, it was just like he took it all in because he was just a wealth of knowledge. And he was Lee Cassidy. So, you know, fanboy me for my... Yep. <laughs> rockers oh we could easily the- do a full show just on the new rockers and we may at some point <laughs> i'll did say you would do a part two but it was to talk ovw so you've got to be part of that actually it would make perfect sense but uh we'll secretly trick him and we'll just ask him tons of leaf cassidy questions again um <laughs> i think he'll be fine with that but uh, i actually did rib him because his wikipedia uh, is a photograph of him right before he started working out again and transforming his body and i was just yeah. like who, who decided for that picture and he was just like yeah i don't know because <laughs> it couldn't be a less flattering picture compared to how he looks now um, wikipedia. Yep. Uh, um so for me and I mean, it's it's hard to say what was the biggest highlight for from for Love Wrestling, but 
I've saved, I mean, selfishly, I've saved this till last because this, if I had to choose, uh, would be my highlight uh, from For the Love of Wrestling. And it's the uh, the Rhythm and, Blue, Rhythm and Blues rock and roll style Greg Valentine figure in Wrestling Megastar lineup. Um, talk about the ultimate gap that needed to be filled. Um you know, there, there are various names that Cella have signed that uh, should have been made back then. Um, but this is a figure that was made and never saw the light of day, except for a couple that if you're willing to, you know, chop your arm off or remortgage your house five times, then you may even <laughs> begin to afford it. Um, you just sell your house? No big deal, you know? <laughs> You'll have a lovely Greg Valentine figure <laughs> to show for it. Um, but... Let me just say um, that you, for those completionists or those collectors that have always wanted that figure, fear not. You don't need that figure anymore. <laughs> like this one is so good. Um, and it has the the jacket that can't be removed, but neither should, nor should it be because it's in the spirit of the original. And you couldn't take Honky's jumpsuit off either. Um I don't know whether the glasses can come off. That hasn't been confirmed. Did you remember that from the artwork? The artwork, I don't think they showed them coming off. From what I can see right now, it doesn't look like they can come off of the prototype anyways. Might change, but it looks it looks awesome. You may not even need them coming off, honestly. Because uh, he wore the glasses all the way through his uh, rendition of Hunker, 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 Hunky Love at WrestleMania 6. Um <laughs> With the guitar as well, uh, which is beautifully designed, uh, but uh, the the jacket they could have they could have very easily have not included every single color of rhinestone that he wore, uh, but they have it all on there. Um, every color that is needed on that uh, on that jacket is included: the blues, the greens, the pinks, the reds, the oranges. You know the the black musical notes. Uh, the eagle on the back, uh, only the lonely written on the trunks. It's just for me, and like this as well. It's it's as um, Roy Orbison as it gets. I think it just captures that. If that's what Greg was going for back then, um, then he captured it, and I think they've they've perfectly captured his. It's hard to explain. He hated this gimmick, but <laughs> we all love it. We had the lore around the figure and everything too. But like you said, you can't say Greg didn't put his all into it. That's the thing. <laughs> Just did too good a job, Greg. You did too good a job. <laughs> you hated it or not, you entertained us enough that we're begging for a figure of it oh. <laughs> years later. It's so good. I can't stop looking at it because, as well, it has the belt for his jacket and there were so many honky tonk man figures that had the full jumpsuit but did not come with the belt um mm -hmm. so i've just put an intercontinental title over it so you can't miss it you know um yeah i know i'm staring at it. i'm like why does he have the belt <laughs> um and yeah you know there's a honky that the, a, a jimmy hart will be available through another company so you've got rhythm and blues now um, mm -hmm. And again, there was a Greg Valentine Rhythm and Blues figure released under another line in a triple pack. 
and all they did was reuse the, the like the 1985 style Greg Valentine scan and the attire with like the sort of mustard yellow boots. I don't, he must have worn them, but I've never seen them wear them on TV. He, for me, he wore the black and he wore the blue. Uh, with yep. the white boots um they went they seem to always go with like really obscure attires and i don't want to be that person but if i've never even seen the attire like because i know my attires reasonably well then i <laughs> can tell you when that was from but it didn't come with a jacket uh there was nothing really remarkable about this but just the choice of pose the the mold of the the legs like it's just so in proportion and um it it's for me one of the most perfect figures i've ever seen and again i'm not just saying that because it's cella i'm saying that as someone who owns hundreds of wrestling figures and i love this figure i will buy two of these figures because you've got to see the back of it as well um what do you right. think 100%. Um, what I am liking about what Chell is doing, like you said, they're they're filling a gap, but they're not just a, a carbon copy, a copy of what is out there in the world. They've improved it, really. They've improved it. So it's, it's delivering what you want, but even I don't want just the exact same thing with a clothesline punch and just blue music notes. I want something tweaked, something different. So I think that they've just they've just done an amazing job and like you said the attention to detail all the different colors it comes with a guitar uh it just looks like it's a must-have honestly it's a must-have like you said that's the best they that's the issue with the cello toys only issue i have is i'm buying two of everything <laughs> and the quiff as well this is the first rhythm and blues yeah. valentine that has had a unique head made for it as well not just air painted a different color um, oh no it's molded. it's molded the, the quiff is molded on i can see that <laughs> Lots of hair product was used to uh, keep that quiff uh, in such tremendous uh, shape. So, yeah, I, I love it. And, um, you know, that, that basically, I mean, that kind of covers everything from For the Love of Wrestling, but that's certainly not all uh, from Chella. We will be updating you with uh, news from Chella. Uh, there'll be more to come on the uh, on in video form. And, uh, you know, I, I, I admittedly need to pull my finger out a little bit, but uh, I love working for Chella. I love doing stuff for them. And, uh, you know, I love working with Joey as well because he is a, he's a, a ray of sunshine in my life. Um, he truly hey. is. Um, and I love the Batman shirt as well uh, that no one can see. Um, no one can see. Yeah. Is that your favorite Batman film? I'd say so. If I had to, if I had to choose, I'd say so. Eighty nine Batman. It's got a special place in my heart. I love all Batman equally, but I mean that one is just yeah. Best soundtrack. Got- what even Batman and Robin? You like that one? Is <laughs> he's got nipples like Andre the Giant? So yeah, cool. <laughs> Many gratuitous shots on that film, if I remember correctly, and Jesse Ventura's on that film as well. So that's always a good. Uh, yeah oh it's got a wrestler in it it's got plastic nipples like the andre the giant toy mm-hmm. yeah what's not to love you you and jesse ventura hang out at the uh, wrestlers and movies after party and oh, um... he's quite a... <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, anyway we could talk about that for for a long time but uh yeah joey i want to thank you for uh being a part of this rundown i hope that this is really whetted the appetite because everyone's seen the photographs now, but we want to really push these and talk about how important some of these attires are and how definitive some of these figures are as well. And, um, you know, I, I, I think it starts with people working with and for Chella. If we have to be excited and we are very excited. This isn't just a shilling. Um, we are going to be buying these. We're going to be buying several of these figures. They, they are sick of my messages trying to... <laughs> 
squeeze information out of them because I just want to know what's next. Same here. Oh, I, I run their bloody podcast and I'm trying to get information out of them is almost impossible. So yeah, they do tell me stuff and I'm very honoured by it, but uh, I'm bound to secrecy. Otherwise, uh, you know, Charles, Charles will come. You're, you're a trusted, you know, you're, you've got a figure. You're more trusted than I am. Where's my action figure? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'm telling you, the newest rockers, that set will come out. They got Mind of the Meanie. They'll have to have a Cello Toys podcast figure. (laughs) I'm ready for another figure from them. I'm I'm all in. (laughs) And we've both got beards now, so you'll need a new uh, mold. Um, They'll just reappropriate the Greg Valentine and just add Big Daddy. No, they'll use the giant haystacks (laughs) head, knowing my look, and torso. And then I'll sue them, and then uh, yeah, it'll be a quite a vicious. But I'll hire Clarence Mason to represent me. So <sighs> anyway, uh, do you have the Clarence Mason action figure? Of course I do. Of course you do. <laughs> Give me a break. Of course I do. Do you have it in the Nation box set, or do you have it in the two pack with Crush? Or? It was the two pack with Crush. I may at one time have the Nation box set, but I yeah, two pack with Crush because I like you said that was my my jam that era. So everything I bought everything. So I was probably the only person besides Clarence Mason that was excited for the Clarence Mason figure. <laughs> we are going to talk so much 1996. <laughs> I know we've talked about this, but I'm going to hold you to this, and we're going to do a series. I think uh, because was- we we can go in depth on 1996. Oh yeah, oh That's yeah, nice. it'll be extremely difficult to stump me on anything that 96 era, oh. even like. The broadcasters like Stephanie Wyant, you know. Just, <laughs> I've, tried con- I've, I've tried contacted Stephanie for the podcast, never heard back. Like, we'll find her, we'll find her. Oh, I, get- I've, I thought Todd Pettingill would have been my in. You know, she directed like kung fu movies, did she? Mm-hmm, apparently, and now she does, um, she does tapping therapy now. I don't know if you know what, what that is. Um, Stephanie, oh, yeah. yeah, I know about it. Oh my god, I'm gonna stalk Stephanie Wyant. <laughs> Charlie Min, I'm gonna find them all. I'm gonna find them. I also messaged Joe Fowler once. Remember Joe Fowler? Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah he, he did was... like some kind of home shopping network thing, and he's on Facebook. And I messaged him, and uh, never, never heard back. We'll get him. We'll hunt them all down. We got Todd though. Me and Todd. Oh, yeah. Me and Todd are like that. You know, I'm, I'm you this, got... I'm this, and he's this. You know, <laughs> um, <laughs> no one can see what I just did there. Anyway, so anyway, because uh, we we need to go to sleep. So because about all. We're old and tired and sore. So, yes, um, enough figure talk for one week. So, yes, we will see you all very soon on the official Cello Toys podcast. It has been a pleasure, and I will talk to you soon, uh, Joey, as well. See you later. 